This is the Venturing Angler Podcast, sponsored by Nautilus Reels and Tested on Animals. In this episode, we'll chat with Yako Lucas, known by some as Jocko and even Jack. Yako has been traveling the world guiding and filming along the way. You can check out Yako and his outstanding work at Captain Jack Films, cptjackfilms.com. Let's see what recent adventures Yako's been up to and what's ahead. So we're here with Jocko Lucas, who's fly fished all over the world and guided in a number of places too. Um, I first uh, encountered Jocko when seeing some of his uh, fly fishing films, like Gangsters of the Flats, The Aqua Hulk, um, thrilling saltwater action, uh, and Timon, I think, in Mongolia. Um, you've been everywhere. Where are some of the places you've guided? Um, so yeah, born and raised in South Africa and then just uh, started the whole guiding thing about 10 years ago and uh, uh, the thing about the guiding is I always wanted to kind of push the limits and try something something new and something I've never tried before. So basically started around South Africa locally in Africa and then uh, moved out to the Seychelles and then uh, it kind of just developed from there. I, I met some guys from, from Norway and started guiding in Norway for five years. Then it went on to Mongolia and uh, just started guiding in Mongolia and uh, doing some stuff in, in, in Russia now too and uh, just hope to keep pushing the boundaries and keep trying new stuff but uh, yeah at the moment it's just been amazing. So those sound like every freshwater and saltwater angler's dream destinations, the Seychelles, uh, Norway. So you just got back from fly fishing for Atlantic salmon in Russia? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like I mean it was mind-blowing like even having done it in, in, in Norway for five years we never really used to fish for them on dry flies, and uh, and this particular river was just a dry fly mecca. I mean, we were like on film. I got fish of like 30, 40 pound eating dry flies, which is something I've never seen, and it's mind blowing. And I hope for 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 the viewers to see it at some stage. It's just phenomenal. It's it's scary. I can't believe that either. Um, that's awesome. Uh, what are what is your favorite place to guide? Jeez, that's a tough one. It's like the thing is. Again, every time um, to just find a new location and a new challenge is, is something that I like. So if it's a new piece of water, I just like uh, I just like something new. So so this Russia experience was really good for me and a big learning curve. Even even having done salmon fishing before, it was just nice having le- having learned a new fishery. But it's it's always going to be difficult to beat the Seychelles. I mean, it's every day there is something crazy happening. There's nothing. There's not a dull moment that goes past. I mean, it's 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 extreme to the Max. So, on that note, some of the footage I've seen, and you can't capture everything that you witness, has been incredible from like underwater GT takes to uh, sharks chasing giant trevally while a guy was fighting it. Um, your videos are thrilling. Uh, what are some of the craziest experiences you've had while guiding, or even just filming for that matter? Um, the the shame about it, I wish I could just capture everything that I that I that I see, and uh, the the also the shame about it, uh, most of the time when I'm in the Seychelles, I'm guiding, I don't really have chance to, chance to film, so I'm trying to capture some moments when there is the opportunity to do it. But I mean, I actually, funnily enough, this this Russian uh, client of mine that I'm that I'm working for now. 
um, one of the one of his fondest moments and the reason why I think he really wants me to, to kind of guide him as much as I can is that um, he hooked the GT and uh, we were fighting it for some time and, and, and obviously it, it attracts some other critters like sharks and stuff and uh, I saw a shark coming in and I just said to him we're not going to lose this GT and just uh, ran in and ended up uh, fighting the shark off and made <laughs> sure that we landed the GT so like he, he keeps telling everybody the story that I was kicking and wrestling the shark which is is not far from the truth but it, he, he does make it a little bit bigger than what it was that is awesome um, so for me I would I've never been to the Seychelles but I might already say it's my favorite place to fish um, what would you say is your favorite place to, to fly fish the thing is it's it's like I really love permit fishing just the technical bit of it and just the beauty of the fish and just how they they really just make you hate yourself some days but um, the thing is it's so difficult to beat a GTE it's uh, it's that moment when when the fish is coming in and and when it eats the fly and it kind of looks you straight in the eye because when a GTE eats the fly more often than not we're obviously fishing floating lines and low, and, and very shallow flies so the fish when it eats the fly it has to kind of have a moment where its eyes are off the, the fly and it's coming up and, and, and eating the fly which more often than not then its eyes are out of the water and looking you straight in the face when you when you when you when you hook it and uh, and I, I can't see that there's many things that can beat that I mean tarpon fishing is amazing all uh, I mean even Jack Ravel I, I always think that it's a shame that people don't give more emphasis on, on, on the Jack Ravel that's around you there's so many of them and people need to focus a little bit more on them because I think they're also awesome fish to catch and that same thing so the saltwater stuff and the Seychelles is is always going to be a difficult one for me to 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 not say that it's my top destination a place that I want to fish awesome yeah that sounds like an exciting place um, and then there's all sorts of crazy little critters like triggerfish which it turns out are a great fighter oh yes the, the thing is what we always say is that our clients completely get GT fever and they forget about all the other species which is a shame because like triggerfish to me is also like I mean they they do everything that any fly fisherman wants they tail they in shallow water they they're not easy to catch they even even the days when you get fish to eat your fly it's not a guarantee that you're gonna catch them because he'll bite your fly into two pieces he'll he'll bend it open um, or he'll just run into a piece of coral so the, all of that and every time I've had a client that caught their first trigger fish probably says that it's one of their favorite fish to catch which is and and then I mean the the Seychelles you can you can just go wild on different species I mean the bonefish again the clients get GT fever and we start walking past eight nine ten pound bonefish and just sort of it's a shame it's horrible to say it, but you kind of kick them out of the way to kind of fish for GTs which which is horrible to think that <laughs> but um, but it happens and uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's other stuff, groupers, snappers, it's just the, it's endless. Offshore fishing, we don't even get to do um, enough of, but I mean, sailfish, wahoo, it's just endless. One of the craziest fish pictures I've ever seen was you, and it was with a bumphead parrotfish. <laughs> Tell me about those things. Um, bumpies we started fishing for, um, I mean, it's always one of those fish, it's the same, it's, it's another thing that we love to do, is kind of pioneer to catch a specific fish, and um, a couple of years back, Keith Rosinus, uh, um, I mean, it was, I, th I think it was around 2006, um, 
uh, the guys started started trying to fish for them, and they kind of hooked a couple and lost them. And uh, Keith and them landed the first the first one, and then we kind of just said, okay, this can happen. So I just try to target them more with my clients. And uh, I remember actually the first one I landed, which I think it might have been the second or third one I ever landed. I had in my hands, and I just like I was so stoked and got the client close and just said, let's let's just try and get a picture here, and I'll just pass them on to you. And the fish jumped out of my hands, broke the fly off. I was like, oh, oh. that's horrible. But <laughs> but that's um, that's kind of the unique thing about bump bump at parrot fishing is until you kind of have that picture of it, it's not it's difficult to say whether or not you landed because it, it fights till the end. Like just you maybe fight the fish for half an hour and it takes another half an hour to land it just to grab the fish and hold it. Where do you hold it? I mean, you can't hold it around the tail. You can't hold it in the in the in the close to the mouth because it'll bite your fingers off. So it's it's unique in that. And I mean, it looks like it's not from this planet. When you hold a bumpy, it's it's not from this planet. <laughs> No, it doesn't look like it at all. It looks like the craziest fish I've ever seen. Um, so, about the Seychelles real quick, because I think there's... Um, people wonder exactly where it is. The best description I can come up with is it's about 911 miles east off the coast of South Africa. That's it, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a bit off the grid. I mean, I always... Our American clients are, there's more and more American clients that's out there now and internationally it's always been like many different countries that we've uh, had people from but uh, um, I always feel bad because for our American clients it's such a long way to travel and you, you it, but it adds to the adventure, it adds, it, it just lets you know that you're really in the middle of nowhere when you arrive there, I mean you basically take a bunch of flights to get to Mai and then it's another flight to the next island and then it's either a boat ride or another ride to the next place that you're at so it's um, it's it's nice and the, the unique thing about those places is this when you're there there's no one else when you're on the flat it's you the guide and the fish and it's it's nothing else so it's 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 nice and uh, yeah that's it's great that's awesome um, so you're I, th I think an amazing filmmaker tell us about Captain Jack films um, well, the, the thing is, it's, I've always been a big fan, if I can say it, of, of fish porn, and it's uh, it's always intrigued me just seeing uh, seeing fishing films and and uh, and and watching it on television. So, um, uh, starting the guiding, I, I I always thought that photos are awesome to get, but it's that still image is kind of and always ends up kind of being a grip and grin or some unique in a, a, a picture that you see. But I always thought that it'd be nice to just see it on video. And then there's a whole bunch of filmmakers that, that films that I saw, like R.A. Biotti that I'm working with now or um, uh, all like uh, Confluence Films those guys are just making amazing productions and it just made me want to also try and see what I can do and a lot of the stuff that I do is very raw and um, but it, it all happens through the guiding and just trying to you know you always want to tell people about the the um, how good last week's fishing or how good it, it was a couple of weeks ago because the clients always say yeah yeah we always should have been here last week and then I, at least now I can sorry now I can show them this is why you have had it to be here last week and and now I can tell the story and it's it's been fun it's been a lot of fun that's awesome um, so what projects do you have ahead um, at the moment um, like I said, I'm collaborating some stuff with RA, uh, RA um, and uh, we've got a company now, uh, Off The Grid Studios, which is like the umbrella company for, for all our filming companies, and we're just helping each other out. So I've literally got, in, a, in two weeks' time, I'm going into the jungle in Bolivia somewhere, and it's going to be completely off the grid. Um, I RA just said to me, do you want to come to the jungle with me? And I just said, yes, yeah, sure. And uh, so that's kind of really exciting, not knowing what uh, exactly we're doing, but uh, just jumping into it. 
But uh, there's so many film, film projects coming up now. I mean, there's also going to Jurassic Lake and uh, and uh, got a whole bunch of stuff still in the Seychelles lined up, and uh, it's it's good. It's it's exciting. That's awesome. Um, do you have any fly fishing film dreams? Like any dream trips that you'd like to take on? Oh my word! Yeah, I think I think that's one of those bucket lists. Like with fishing, is uh, is just it's. It's it's never ending. That's I still really want to do some more stuff deep in Africa. I want to do some stuff on on tigerfish, maybe even Goliath tiger, Goliath tigers. Um, we've also got a phenomenal tarpon fishery on the west coast of Africa, which I'd love to take on at some stage. And uh, and on the lowdown, that might be in the pipeline. So uh, there's. Uh, there's too many places to get to, but I'd love to portray Africa a little bit more in fisheries and just show people what uh, what we've got there. Awesome. And then, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to do what you do, and uh, or at least a lot of people who want to express their love of fly fishing through uh, film media. What advice would you have to somebody who's just getting into it? Um, generally. I mean, like my background is guiding, so I've always been like guiding as hard as I can. But for anybody that really wants to do filmmaking, firstly you have to realize that you you're not going to retire really rich or like Steven Spielberg or anything like that. Um, it's uh, it's it's hard work. Um, people don't realize how much time it takes editing. Just just focusing. I mean, a, a small example is uh, one thing I wanted to do now after seeing the Atlantic salmon eat the dry flies. Is all I wanted to have is a dry salmon eat a dry fly close up and I mean that's eight to nine hours a day looking through a lens and waiting for that moment to happen and some days it doesn't even happen so you've got to be committed and like with fishing I think you've got to believe that the moment can happen at any stage so you've got to make sure that you believe in it and have fun and uh, just realize also that you you're not fishing you're going to be behind the lens and it's uh, and just work hard at it it's it's a lot of fun and the to be honest, the competition out there at the moment is really good. There's some phenomenal films coming out. People are doing great cinematography, so you kind of have to push the boundaries, kind of think of new angles, new stuff that you want to do. Um, so, yeah, just just work hard at it, and it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Everyone check out uh, Jocko at cptjackfilms.com um, or uh, his newest collaboration with R.A., uh, at offthegridstudios.com, I believe. That's it, yeah. And uh, thanks very much. Thank you so much. Take care.